Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Mother Days. The Mother Days. We have a potty mick potty. Yeah, we have a po- we have a podcast. Uh, our podcast is called The Mother Days. Mm-hmm. Celebrating are, the days. And, and days and uh, the navigating good days. the good days and, you know, when you're in a days <laughs> yeah. during motherhood. This is right. Um, not that we have a million other things going on in our lives at all. We just thought, why not? Let's just throw in a podcast on top of all of that. <laughs> We are so excited to be doing this podcast. Um, We started off with a blog called Your Zen Mama, and then we started doing video logs, pregnancy, postpartum, video logs, and then we wrote a book. Yes, we did. What? The Zen Mama's Guide to Finding Your Rhythm Through Pregnancy, Birth, and Beyond. Or the Zen Mama's. Yes. In Australia. And you find a path in Australia. That's right. Not, 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 your, not rhythm. your rhythm. Don't worry about the rhythm. It's all about the path. <laughs> but listen, it's pretty much the same book. So um, we're very excited to now be bringing you The Mother Days, um, where we will be talking with our friends, actors. Uh, some famous people. Some famous people. Yeah. Some uh, doctors, some midwives. Mm-hmm. Professional s- parents, more professional than us. Some uh, tarot card readers. Some ghost whisperers. Ooh, because we really, we love the weird stuff. I love it. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. Think of all that cash back on those overpriced kombuchas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Splurge on some fancy champagne with the gals or order fine dining to the house and watch a good true crime doco? Whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. We once were um, staying at my place in Idaho <gasps> and the weirdest thing happened. Yes. And if we, I don't, did we have, I it guess was we the had coconut, the harmless harvest coconut. Oh, that's right. Bottle of water. water. And it started breathing on its own. It really did. In it fact, was... you can see it in my highlights <laughs> on my Instagram, in my stories, if you want to check it out. And Teresa and I legitimately thought that we were um, being haunted by a, a ghost. Yeah. And we were like fully trying to have a conversation with this uh, we coconut water ghost. We were like, how old are you? Give us a sign. And it would be like, clap, no, clap, no, clap. No. And we're like, it's three. And by the way, it wasn't consistent, okay? So we were really freaked out. We both had the heebie-jeebies. We tried Googling it. I we was were like, Googling stuff. And then somebody did. Yeah, someone wrote us and they were like, oh, it has to do with the pressure, the pressure in the, the bottle. But honestly, I like to go back to that memory and just – Imagine that it was some, yeah, sort sort of ghost that was there communicating with us. It seemed friendly. It seemed very friendly, but it did. That stuff, I love um, kind of like dipping my baby toe into. Not the full foot. No, 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 no. Because I get really scared. So do I. (laughs) I'm a scaredy cat. But it like definitely um, gives me a lot of those goosebumps and like butterfly feelings in your stomach and I get like when you're on a roller coaster you're like oh my god but I could also die but oh my god that's right Um, so before we get too deep into this uh, if you don't know us from you know anything um, I Sarah am the one who has the standard American slightly southern accent and I'm from Australia mate (laughs) (laughs) Australia. And sometimes I'll go over the top. Mark thinks that I lean into the Aussie accent when I'm in America. He's like, suddenly you're really talking like this. And like, yeah, I'm from down under. South Aussie, mate, from uh, Adelaide. <laughs> you heard of it? Oh, my God. <laughs> what is that? I don't Why? know. I love it. I think it's Why so – I always wanted an accent. You when, have an accent. Well, I have a southern <laughs> – well, I actually don't have a southern accent anymore. But sometimes, especially when I'm on the phone with my mom and she's like – 
Um, hi, y'all. How you doing? Oh, too cute. It's so cute. And I'm like, oh, hi, mama. You know, oh, and uh, yeah. You lean in a little. A um, hundred <laughs> percent. So sometimes when I get heated in something, I will like really whip it it's, out. I'm whipping it out because my, I think my inner strength has a Southern accent. You are so badass in that movie with Tom Cruise. Oh, my God. Thank you. You had the accent. <laughs> I did. It was so good. I'm telling you, my, I like. I want to mess with her. My mama bear is definitely Southern. Oh, yeah. 100%. I think it harnesses, like, the women that I grew up around, you know, mm. and they they have this thing where they're, like, they're the I'm making the biscuits and I'm cleaning up stuff and I'm, you know. I'm doing all the like hard labor stuff that I have. I'm baking that bread. I'm making those pinto beans and cornbread <laughs> and I am whipping up an old chocolate pie right in my oven and I'm going to plop that down and as soon as my husband comes in from the milk barn, <laughs> then we are going to eat this. <laughs> um, I'm harnessing this, you know, these people that I grew up around who literally raised me in our church. Oh, I can't wait to hear about that. <laughs> And um, yeah, because I grew up, my dad is a, a Southern, he was a Southern Baptist minister. Wow. Um, and my mom worked in uh, in dentistry. And That's we... why your teeth are so amazing. <laughs> That's, well, really thank amazing. you. Um, my mom, I got to try out all the things. Oh, so okay. it was like, very if, okay, well, if if there was like a new whitening treatment, at the dentist office, my mom was like, you can get this done for free. And I'd oh be like, God. cool, I'll be the guinea pig, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah. So a very spot. But let me just tell you that I did that a few times and I had crazy things happen. Like one of the first whitening things that came through is like this machine where you like sit in front <gasps> yes. of it. And then I had these zingers where it would feel like lightning was shooting up my nerves and it would like go to my eyeball. And I was like, how long did these zingers last? Because they would come out of nowhere, I'd be in right. class at school, and I'd be like, Ming. And then <laughs> and then I was like, Mom, this is too much. It's awful. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting these zingers all the time. And she was like, Oh, I know. Did it get it's, it's a side effect. And I was oh, no. like, Oh my God, why didn't you tell me that? Now you know, you use that anymore. I'm yeah, sure. oh, I'm sure. Um, or, you know, she would like anything new that would come up, she'd be like, oh, you can come in and get this done. Like, you know, my, my crown on my tooth that I have in the very back is so white, you guys. It's like, it stands out. You can see it from but there. why is it all the way in the back? Don't okay. you want that white baby up front? Okay, but come see, th I was told that if I got it a little bit whiter and then I whitened my teeth, it would they would all be the same oh, color. yeah, okay. I have like an electric white crown on my tooth and the rest <laughs> of my teeth just pale like in comparison. Fluoro. They're all just like slightly yellower. <laughs> it was not a good idea. So Mine if you're- like a deep shade of yellow. Yeah, so. if you're- <laughs> That is Mine's not like true. the same color of your dress today. <laughs> She's in this like That's, summery, like yellow dress. It's, and the, like, oh it's the turmeric uh, latte we, that we you're match. drinking. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that's why my teeth are white. Um, but yeah, so my dad was a, a Southern Baptist minister mm -hmm. and I grew up in the South and I grew up around a lot of really strong Southern women. And I, I don't necessarily like see myself as that all the time. But when the mama bear in me, like when I became a mother, when I got pregnant, she, she came out, man. Mm. And she was Southern. She comes out <laughs> when you birth. Oh, yeah. Oh, that lioness. <laughs> That's who it was in that movie, in that American Maid movie. <laughs> Go check it out, everyone. Um, probably available on Netflix My, or something. Yeah, I guess is it's probably on Amazon right yes. now. Apple TV. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've been dying to um talk about pregnancy quirks. Yeah. Things in pregnancy. This is they something don't that tell you. Yeah, this is something that like people ask about a lot on yours and mama. Mm -hmm. They write in and say, like, does anybody else have this weird thing happen this to them? Coming out my fanny. Yeah, exactly. Um, um fanny, by the way, is a vagina in Australia. It is not your butt. Yeah, well, everywhere else in the world, I'm pretty sure fanny means butt. I'm pretty sure it only <laughs> means that in America. And the rest of the world says fanny. I think fanny came from the UK. Hold a second. Yeah, but, Google but wait, fanny was the name of the very first character I ever played in a play called uh, the Scrooge. 
And I was Scrooge's little sister, Fanny Scrooge. And her, so her oh name was Fanny. So, and that is, isn't that a, like a British? This is why we're meant to be friends. She put like <laughs> you played Fanny, and I talk about fannies, fannies yeah. Oh yeah, that that's um, a direct look connect. Yeah, thank you, Mister Google. British vulgar slang for a woman's genitals. So it's actually wow a British word. Weird, as well as weird that the, the Brits would name kids Fanny um, after yeah, understanding that that's what it's called. But listen, so we're we're gonna keep you from googling because apparently we're yes. gonna do all the googling. Yes, we will. <laughs> you you let, ask us, we'll Google. Let us go down the Google image road because you don't want to go there. Don't ever if inside your body when you type something into Google and you're like, oh. Gosh, I really want to push image right now instead of information. Oof. You know, don't do don't it. don't you do it? Especially because, if it's cervical mucus. Honestly, you'll never come back from it. It is so dark. It's so it's disgusting. so messed up, and definitely they want to trigger you the moment that you you know put that in. They're going to give oh you the God. grossest thing. How many times has my husband diagnosed our children with horrendous <laughs> diseases and like horrible ailments? Every child has had something. I'm like, oh my God. can you stop? Okay, Mark and I have so much in common. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Teresa and Eric are very much alike, and Mark and I are so much alike. And so yeah. she's like, oh, my God, my husband did this. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly something I would do. He thought that I caught Zika virus <laughs> in my pregnancy with Forrest because yeah. our other children, Isaac and when they came out, they had big foreheads. But oh. when Forrest came out, he had a smaller sized head. So Mark's like, oh my goodness, you got Zika virus. Our baby has microcephaly. Oh this is what's going on. And I, I was like, actually, this is a normal circumference head. Everything's going to be okay. And he diagnosed him with microcephaly for about six weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's not like he had confirmation from anybody. And no. it's not like you guys gave birth in the middle of the woods somewhere, although you would have wanted to. I would have loved that. <laughs> yes, please. But instead, he just was like, oh, this is this is what this is. And I don't it's OK that no one else has brought this up. And that's I'm not the only diagnosis that Forrest has gotten. Oh, they've, they've all had a number of them. my God. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, wow. OK, so, so don't Google. Why do no. I have hairy nipples? Or no. is my vagina falling out? Um, because it's not. It's it just, not. it's going to look a little different sometimes. Every after fanny looks pregnancy. different. Every fanny. Yeah. Have you looked at I your actually vagina did not hair? know that every vagina, and okay, I, I, didn't learn a lot about vaginas as a child. I'm well, sure that would be anti-religious. Yeah, yeah, probably. Right. I mean, it's not like you know. And in health class, they like show you this drawing of what the inside looks like, but like you never see You're very tentative. You never see what the outside mm -hmm. looks like. So definitely, I used to think that like it needed no hair because Although, that I was hairless. For birth. Why do I do this? Oh, I accidentally got skinned, like skinned like a cat um, for, <laughs> for my first birth and I was having a home well, birth. You can't see your own fanny when you have that big belly. No, I know. You can't see anything. Um... Yeah, I don't. I don't know why you do that. Probably what was edited out just now is that Teresa's daughter came in here crying, and, um, and Mark like meekly opened the door. Like he's like, "Oh God!" And we were like, "Get out of here, man!" Uh, and, no. <laughs> and then he was like, "She made a mess in the bathroom and she's with water." And I was like, <laughs> "I hope you didn't shame her for making a mess in the bathroom." With water. I definitely saw I saw in his face that he was like, oh, I maybe. I shouldn't yeah. have gotten mad about the water. And 100% um, I thought that she had taken a Sharpie and colored their entire new Same. couch. I yeah, was like, I was like, oh, was what? Was it the turmeric drink <laughs> spilled on my brand new white rug? Is and that what happened? Like, honestly, when you leave here today, this room, it really could be that that's what happened. It's just because mummy's disappeared for about three and a half hours. <laughs> I go upstairs and it's going to be like a bomb went off. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Um, so back to Fanny's because Fannies. that's what we were talking about was uh, okay. waxing and having. Um... Oh, waxing. Oh, no, we were. No, Hell we were... no. OK, no, we were talking. About... I know you're talking about shaving, but we what? were we were talking no. about um, oh. in pregnancy uh, when your belly is so big, you can't see your right. Vagina. But honestly, like, how many vaginas had you seen before 
you were an adult because like I really um, didn't see vaginas. So I, I didn't saw my stepmom's vagina. Okay. I didn't see my mom's vagina ever because I was always like, I saw I my mom's. I saw my mom. I was 13 and I, I got my period for the first time at my dad's house. And so oh. my stepmom was like, all right, come in here, dropped her knickers. <gasps> first time I've ever seen her fanny. No, no. I'm really grateful that she did that for me. My mom, you know, she um, told me about it, right? But she actually didn't, we didn't have this conversation yet. And my mom was really young. She was 20 when she had me. Oh so by the time I'm getting my period, I was very late bloomer. So I was probably like 15. <laughs> um, my mom was only like 35, right? So that's almost my age. Oh my god, it was last year. I'm older than that. Um, I'm 36, guys. Who? I'm gonna be 39 this year. Anyway, moving on. All right, as you guys know, we are we are busy mums. We are dog mums, business mums, performance mums, school board mums. Life gets hectic. That's why we rely on our tried and tested go tos to alleviate some of the chaos. NerdWallet helps you by maximizing your everyday spending, whether it's groceries for the week, drinks with friends, or a nice family meal. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. I mean, come on, guys. Think of all the cash back that you're going to get on those kombuchas, on those frozen pizzas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Uh, a silent meditation retreat in Peru, a sweat lodge in India, whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all credit cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. All right, guys, we are a couple of tired mamas and all we do is crave a spa day and we deserve it. We always end up putting ourselves down the very bottom of our to-do list. We jump from one activity to the next and we're always meeting the needs of everyone else around us. I think it is time for a little self-pampering. This Mother's Day, make every day a spa day for all the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. It's a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature, uplifting, all-natural citrusy scent. I think the greatest and most thoughtful gifts are the gifts that you actually like love yourself, something that you use on yourself. And I love using the Mega Moisture Duo. It makes my skin so glowy. It's like super hydrating, firming, smells amazing. When I give my kids a hug after a bath, they're like, oh, you smell so good. <laughs> it is my absolute favorite gift and such a great gift for Mother's Day. Yes. Folding in self-care is a moment to practice mindfulness, it's self-love, it's compassion. And we all know if you run your battery flat, it's harder to recharge. A consistent body care routine promotes healthy, glowing skin and also supports your mental health. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOTHERDAYS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOTHERDAYS for 10% off. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Um, 
So my friend Bethany shows me how to do it, but I don't see her vagina. She just goes like, this is this, and she sits on the toilet, and she kind of like does it, but I'm not like really watching where, where like, it's wait, going. I'm just like, okay, so what? it goes into the hole that the first dip after I, <laughs> I, I go back, goes into the first like, dip in. and then Right, exactly. I'm like, there's there's two holes? Like I was a little <laughs> thrown by how many holes there were because I definitely had not like gone on an adventure down there before. So no. I was like, no. no so no, no. that's also like probably you weren't meant to do that. No. Oh my God. For sure they told us if we masturbated Hell. that you would get, grow hair in the middle of your palm. Somebody told me that. <laughs> yeah. Somebody said that. Well, I would have I would have gone to hell if I touched my vagina. 100 I grew up very Catholic. I definitely – that was not part of um, anything that we talked about. As mm-hmm. It was like you had a promise ring because you weren't going to have sex, whatever sex was. I thought no. I was French Why? kissing for so long. <laughs> and yeah. then I was like, okay, sure, I'm going to wear that promise ring, but like – Oh, I don't I mean I, I I don't care like I don't I did not have any interest in any of that stuff I was mm, so such a good gal that as a child so, yeah. yeah but I definitely had not seen a vagina so I didn't know that vaginas look different from one another I just thought like okay my vagina looks like this everybody's vagina looks like yeah, this totally. right okay Cut to like there was a point at some point when I had a friend and her vagina looked a little bit different than mine and I was like oh Vaginas look different. Okay. And then I got into like more of the mommy world and being pregnant. And but your vagina changes when you're pregnant too. Like it It swells. Yeah. You get a fat vagina. And then I was like, holy shit, I didn't know that people in the, you know, that people's vaginas like can all look Mm -hmm. different. Right. Yeah. There's some innies, there's some outies, just like belly buttons. And even if you had a vagina that looked one way before you had babies and then one that looks differently after, guess what? It's totally. Also, yeah. you could go to Tasmania and check out the museum down there because they have a dedicated wall of golden vaginas. What? A whole underground tunnel of sculpted vaginas, all different shapes and sizes and like things hanging out and really big and open and floppy and oh. then much smaller and content and everything's like compact. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I was like, thank you for celebrating these yonis. Yeah. Oh, what's a yoni mean? Vag. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. It means a vag. Okay, celebrating the vaginas. I have the Googled yonis. yoni massage recently too. That's oh, wait, that is a thing. I, I have heard only recently about a yoni massage. Yeah, it's like you can get a back massage, a head massage. You can also get a yoni massage. Isn't that just called like fooling around? I know. Well, that's the thing. It's like are you meant to – like do you get off? Do you, what's it? Is does it release? I guess you hold a lot of tension in your vagina. Uh, yeah. But would you get turned on? I'm not sure. You know, I personally, um, I, I I'm very open about a lot of stuff, like a lot of things in life, and I love to talk about anything. Um, but I definitely don't think I could go on an exploration of. Should uh, I do it for the podcast? Yeah, you definitely should. I feel like I've been for sure. You should. Massage I curious. cannot do that. But I would love the team. <laughs> I would love for you to do that and then talk about it. Oh, and then maybe we could have the Yoni massager come on and be like, listen, you had so much tension, tension in your, in your vulva. In your left fanny flap. <laughs> I felt tension. It so was birth trauma. Much, so much drama in that uh, part of that, I think I the did left, have trauma. The left, left flap side, up around really. the corner near the cervix. By the way. You saw my vagina tear. She saw. She I was down it there. She saw the tear. I did. In my first baby. The uh, ear. It they was. twisted the head and went pew, and it just tore. It was big. It was major. Oof, it rough. It plucked right out of there your oh um, everything. Just sort of a little explosion at yeah, the top. Yeah, it was pretty intense. It wasn't great. Let out a bit of a squeal, <laughs> I will say. Um, but you yeah. recovered. You, you did got I it. Did I know? Yeah. Did I? I no, mean... I did. I did. But my midwife at the time was like, oh, barely a scratch. Not going to have to stitch it up. I was like, mm, I'm not sure about that. I was I'm not something. barely a scratch. And about two years later, I was like, hang on a second. Is that meant to be attached to there? And guess what, you guys? There are things that you will learn during this podcast <laughs> on how to um, slow the process down and not allow what happened to Teresa yes. to happen. It's about breath. Yeah, breath work. A lot of breath work. A lot of that. 
Um, so let's let's dive into some quirks of pregnancy, some things that um, came up for you in pregnancy or in birth. Do you want to start with uh, you? Because uh... (laughs) oh my gosh, you guys! I there were like foods I was crazy about in my first couple of pregnancies. Like I really wanted to eat everything spicy with my son, and then with my second pregnancy, it was like. I um, just any donut that you put in front of me, like I would devour it. This is also why I gained definitely 70 plus pounds with that pregnancy. (laughs) It was so good. And then with my third pregnancy, um, I just couldn't get enough of my husband. I was so obsessed with him. And he was like, what has come over? I mean, I like it. But what has come over? Queen hump a lot. Yeah, it was as if I was hitting puberty. Um, for the very first time, mm-hmm. and I did not know who this person was. I was like, "What is something has come? What over. accent does that person have?" <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe your fake Australian accent. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I don't know. That's a really good question. I mean. Let me let me let me just put myself back there for a minute. So I'm nine months pregnant. Oh nine months God. pregnant. Pulling a very tiny lacy teddy over my giant belly that's about to birth a 10.4 pound baby. By the way, I couldn't have felt sexier. And I um have yeah, a lot of oh, all the things, right? And like the the teddy was so tight, you guys, that like the boob parts were below the boobs. The boob parts were on the top part of the belly. And I was like, I gotta make this happen, you know? And then I'm like waiting for my husband to come back into the bedroom. But Eric goes to sleep at like 8 p.m. Oh no, yeah. Every so we night. had to have like meetups, right? It's like, where can we find each other? You know? Like oh my God. Uh, which is also kind of fun and sort of insane. But like this is not this did not feel I, this is my third child okay so this was this like, blew my mind yeah where did this come from yeah, why did this happen first. what's going on with my hormones and like i really felt like hitting puberty and being like i don't know how to control like, these feelings inside of me yeah totally um and uh, yeah you had that with your first yeah i had that with my first but i didn't have it with any of the others mm-hmm. i feel like i was far too tired with those ones but yeah my first I wanted to do a lot of humping, um, <laughs> a lot of a lot of sexy, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. Um, I thought it was just a part of being pregnant, like oh, the hormones are flowing, there's blood pumping to those areas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's do some rooting. Um, but I was shooting a movie at the time uh, in Perth, and I remember <laughs> saying to Mark, like, "We need to go to the sex shop." <laughs> And he was like, what? I'm like, I've Googled. There's one open, but it's closing in 10 minutes. It's like a 20-minute walk away. Let's run. And we, like, ran. It was pissing down with rain. Ran, waddle, run, waddle. We got to the sex shop, and I got in there, and I was so excited to be there because I was like, I'm going to buy all the vibrators. Um, But then I got mortified. I was really embarrassed for some reason, having my belly and having my husband. And I sort of blurted out, like, he wants sex toys for him. Oh, my God. And Mark was like, what? So we ended up buying like a cheap packet, like a bundle of toys. <laughs> and they were so <laughs> plastic and terrible. And they took batteries and they were hot pink. Oh, my God. Um, and they came in the little black plastic bag <sighs> that you carry like yeah. to be discreet. Um, and then one of those big, like, zoom, zoom, the one that, like, spins around. Oh, my God. I, did, I thought that was, like, a fake one from the movie, like, no, like, a movie. It's, it's, like, those cheap, I think they are actually called rabbits. And it's, like, wee, wee, wee. It's, like, a little tornado. Wow. Um, and we bought all the things. And then I chickened out. I was, like, I don't want to use anything except for the vibrator. Um, Is that your Catholic guilt? or Catholic guilt. One million percent. A girlfriend of mine just said, oh, my God, I've never actually used a vibrator. I was, like. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> get on Amazon in front of me right now, and I will Let show me you hook you which up. one to buy. Um, exactly. Yeah. Look, I've I think I've tried all of them, but I'm I like I like a little a little one, just a mm-hmm. little zip zip. Yeah, that's all I need. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I cannot believe that th- that you threw him under the bus so hard. I know. He was like, "What?" <laughs> so when they say that, like. 
pregnancy can make you Honey. do weird things or crave weird <laughs> things or like <laughs> sniff glue or like whatever it is, right? Definitely it's true. And yeah. so if something strange comes up for you, because I was like, you know, when all of this stuff was happening to me with my um, last baby and I was having all these big feelings about sex, um, <laughs> I was like, this is who I am now. Like I have you entered a new world where I'm like really free Awaken. and open and like I'm wanting to try all the things. And then when the baby came out. I didn't feel like that anymore. And I, <laughs> my husband was so cute and supportive because he was like, I don't know what this is. I, I love it. Um, but also, I just want you to know that when you don't feel like this anymore, it's okay. And I was like, oh, I feel I'm going to feel like this forever. forever. You know, like this, this is, is a breakthrough. This is me. Like I have broken down barriers of my like very strict religious upbringing. And now this is who I am. And as soon as that baby came out, I was like, oh, no, that was I didn't break like, shit down. <laughs> I'm going to I like, sleep. <laughs> I um I need to do a lot of uh, repenting. And no. oh my god, <laughs> I'm Isn't joking. I did not feel though, like that. <laughs> how sometimes it'll still come up. Oh yeah, for sure. It'll I mean, st- it's so ing- deeply ingrained in so me. Deeply my like ingrained. shame surrounding like sexuality, like my sexuality. Yeah. That every now and then it'll ping, and I'll be like, oh my goodness, this is stemmed from mm-hmm. that little ten year old girl who had feelings of if I even thought about something sexy totally that was bad i would go to confession i it's not wild like i would sit there in the confession booth being like it has been three days since my last confession my god and i lied to my parents and i had a dream about zach hansen from hansen oh my god the priest would be like for for sure zach hansen's listening to this podcast right now i was so into you zach (laughs) just kidding and i used to think i was i looked like him uh, and I, it's so weird. I was really into more feminine-looking guys like, uh-huh. as a young person. I don't mm-hmm. know what the psychology of that is, but all the boys I had a crush on. Maybe we I could get a psychologist women. on here and can, break that down we, for us. They all were, they, they were all like very feminine-looking. Maybe mm-hmm. I was trying to speak to the divine feminine child within me. Yeah, maybe that know. was it. Must be, must be. Um, but I would go and like repent my sins uh, mm. when I had like fancy thoughts about men. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I did a lot of that too, but not in the Catholic way, but in the like asking for forgiveness, saying uh-huh. this prayer. Like, I do you do it to a priest. Or no, no, no. Your, you do it God. like you pray, and then there's this thing where you like rededicate your life to your path of you know walking in this path, and um, it's confusing because as a child, you're like, well, at least for me, in the way that I interpreted it as a child. Mm-hmm. I definitely um, had the interpretation that I really couldn't make these mistakes so that when I would – every time I would make a mistake, I felt like I needed to repent and, like, start over with a clean slate, right? A cleansing. But really, like, if you break down religion and probably what was being taught to me was that you're your sins are washed away when you're, you know, Mm -hmm. saved. And so I really didn't have to do that, but it was like – I got a little, it got a little blurry for me in the like, ah, I can't sin. So if I do sin, like, what does that mean? And yeah. And so there was like a, like, I always felt like I needed a do over. Right. Mm -hmm, But like, there mm -hmm. were so many of those times where I'd be like, I thought about the word shit, you know? And so then I didn't say it, but I thought it. Or that one time at Carla's house, I took a puff of a cigarette and then I went home and told my mom, I felt so bad. And then she went into her room and laughed for a long time because she thought that like, it was so funny that I had taken a puff of a cigarette and then thought that it was so horrible. She thought that I had gone and had sex. And I was like, oh I goodness. took a puff of a cigarette. And you she was like, thank like God. A beautiful teenager. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm getting high. Oh my God, I'm such a rebel. <laughs> so like I went the opposite way because I feel like I hit 16 and I was like, screw this. Like oh my God. I've been indoctrinated. Like I'm going the opposite <laughs> direction. Like I'm loose and crazy. Woo, look at me. Freedom, liberation. Like it was, um, it was a wild time. That's insane. I had no idea that that was your childhood. It was like 16 to, uh, no, even earlier, 14 to 16. Wow. I went through a bit of a rough patch. Yeah. I was still like not getting boobs yet and putting 
like paper in my bra and stuff like that. So yeah, at that I point. That. <laughs> and my dad, it was so funny because my dad had no idea any of this was going on. Oh. He thought I was such an angel. Oh. Because like in my father's eyes, like I had to be this perfect, like, perfect mm-hmm. child who was really excelling at school. But yeah. little did he know, I was like throwing parties where mm-hmm. 500 people would come and they'd burn down the house and then I'd be on the news <laughs> for having a crazy party. Um, and that one did happen. And then I had to come to him the next day and say, hey, so I have something to tell you. And my dad's like, you're pregnant. And I was like, oh my God, no. But I did have a house party in your house that you own and it got burnt down. Oh, my God. And dad was like, oh, thank God. Like, I thought you were pregnant. Wait, the house actually burned down? physically burnt down. Wait, what? All the way to the ground? All the way to the ground. But so it was a property right on the beachfront next to this place called The Grand in Adelaide. And I was like, I'm having an end of year party at this abandoned house because I knew my dad had plans to get rid of this place. So we're going to knock it down, build these really beautiful beachside apartments. So I was like, hey, daddy, um, could I have the keys? I just want to have a few of my good girlfriends over. We're oh. just going to have an end of year little gathering, maybe oh have a God. sleepover. <laughs> and he was like, absolutely, darling. Gave me the key. I immediately printed out these flyers being like, house party, open house party, bring everyone you know. And then me and my girlfriend ran through the city of Adelaide, like handing flyers out to people like, whoa, we're going to have the sickest party ever. And then I had like the song Jump Around on. I was like, jump around, jump around. And there was like, up and get down. And get down, yo, yo. And then like it just suddenly started filling with more and more and more and more people. Oh, And then... The bar next door to where this location was, it shut down at midnight and everyone at the bar, like all these adults, came over to this house. (gasps) That's terrifying and so dangerous. We were all these like 15, 16 year old kids. And then I heard someone be like, demolition party. Woo. Uh, uh, And then I just heard (gasps) smash. And someone threw a brick through the window. Boom. And then all of a sudden, everyone started trashing this house and no. I was like oh my god we're gonna die we're all gonna die um and then like there were people shooting up random locals from the area shooting up in one of the bedrooms and we all had our school bags and our end of year school reports in oh, this room my god it was so insane but I was still like whoa party of the year yeah <laughs> <laughs> you literally you actually like legitimately had the party where the house got burned down. Yeah. That's like and something that news you would day. say and then like people would be like, oh, wow, she had a rager. And you're like, yes. no, I actually like the I house actually, actually got burned down. did. <laughs> and people still remember this party. People still talk about, oh, my God, do you remember the party next door to the ground? That's In insane. 2002. So if you're listening and you went to that party, that was my party. <laughs> and I still feel really proud that I had a massive party. But also like, sorry, dad. Um, I just kept saying, like, look, you didn't have to pay for the demolition job now. Like, I actually saved you money. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Your dad, that was probably a real nice eye-opener for him. Yeah, it it was. (laughs) And he still thinks that I was pretty good as a teenager. But I was kind of mortifying. 14 to 16 was a a traumatic time in my life. Um, And now you're a mother. And now I'm a mother. And I'm nervous about the teenage years. Do you (laughs) think any of my kids will do that to me? (laughs) I mean, I don't think they're going to burn any of your houses down, but I do. (laughs) I'm just waiting. I do think that we're going to, I think we're going to have a time. I think it's going to be a time for all of us. I think we are. Okay. So going back to pregnancy quirks, then um, in terms of like actual birthing quirks like things that happened during your birth or things that were happening during your pregnancy like one of my birthing quirks is that I in my third pregnancy well in my first one I'll just go with that one because Teresa was actually there was that I was following you around with a yeah, pee pad because she'd do these cute little plops like she would <sighs> be like having a contraction and these little sweet plops were coming out and I would catch them with the puppy pee pad. I'm like, oh. it's, all, it's not it. And she's like, am I pooping? <laughs> I was like, no, 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 not even. Like barely a whiff. Like, but, like, a but like not a barely smudge. a whiff. If a you want to know if you're going to poop during pregnancy, the answer is yes. Um, there's a legitimate reason why. And when you are, it's actually a great sign. And mm-hmm. it means that the baby is pushing into this 
place where there is no other option. Like the poop is going to have to mm-hmm. come out. And then the baby's head is then coming th- after that through the cervix, right? So mm-hmm. um, it's a very crucial time. Yeah, so it's yes. exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Like, yes, you are. But you when are. it's happening to you, you're either going to be so far out and not know yes. that it's happening or you're still going to be present enough to go like, wait, did I just poop? And I and mean, my friends picking it, it even up. happened. Yeah, my, my best wiping friend. my butt, picking it up off the ground. Like my doula was like wiping stuff off my legs, and I was like, Oh my god, is that poop? Like, oh. And then in my third pregnancy, it was major. It happened, and it was a lot. It was like, like it all the pregnancy. No, I'm talking about like in the sorry in the in actual birth. birth. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it happened. In birth, when I was in labor at the very end, it was a, a big, big um, thing that happened on the floor. And then, um, yeah, and then the the but the thing that was very embarrassing was the um, for me at least was that I burped so much. I just burped then, but I did oh. an internal burp because <laughs> I didn't want to ruin your story with my belt. I'm like, yeah, keep that in. I burped. It was like a nonstop burping Belch. while I was um, belching while I was um, in labor, like starting to push. And when I would push and then I would like come back from a contraction and then I would like launch out this mega dino burp. <laughs> and 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 then I was just like kind of mortified because my but my doctor was like, yeah, Wait, he's like so sweet, my doctor, Dr. Goldberg. He's so sweet. And he was like, yeah, wow, way to go. Oh, that's great. Your body's making room, like letting the air out. But really? I didn't. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't experience that with baby number one and two. So Mm. when that was happening with baby three, Eric and I were both looking at each other like, am I, is, what is, is wrong with me? me? Yes. Like, what is going on? I'm a serial burper in pregnancy, not labor. Uh, Yeah, labor was. And it's a really weird sounding burp. Yeah. There's just, it's very, birth is very animalistic. And then there's these like, like no one, I I did not hear anybody say like, oh, I burped so loud so many times during my birth or when I was pushing or like I took the biggest poo on the ground. I hear about poo, I feel like. Yeah. But not like, not burping. Mm -hmm. I, I hear about puking. They say yes. sometimes when you get really nauseous and yep. you want to vomit, you're right at transition. So you're so close. Yeah. And actually, it's a good thing to feel like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I took many a poo uh, during my labor. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the last one was like free flowing. Um, oh, my gosh. I, was, I had my first home birth and I was in <laughs> the water and I was just letting the flow. <gasps> Like, oh my god! Wait, wasn't Mark like scooping it out? Scooping it, it up, <laughs> scooping it up, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's more! Even more's coming out!" And it was like not, you know, solid poo. It was yeah. just like kind of coming on out in all directions, flowing into the water. I was like, "Wow, that is!" And I kept apologizing. I was like, "I'm sorry about the poo. I'm so oh god, there's more. Oh god, oh god. like I was so embarrassed about yeah. it. Um, but then we found. I was like, actually, I'm just gonna find this funny. This is just going to be a funny thing. Yeah. And we'll talk about the yeah. fact that I pooed so much. Mm-hmm. And my 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 best friend, um, Cassandra, she works for us. Cass, we love you. We love you, Cass. Yours and Mama. Um, Cass came to be a doula type or a helper. Mm-hmm. And um, her husband, who's one of my best friends, came to photograph it. And he has never seen or experienced birth before oh my god and he said that he was walking <laughs> up to the house and he could hear me being like Ooh, like really loud yeah. and he was like goodbye and literally spun on his hill and started running the other oh direction. my god and Cass was like get back here I bet he it was so full on for him and I've since then I was like what was that like for you to see someone who's not your wife yeah pooing up a storm yelling like Ugh! going so yeah. intense and psycho and he was like, I just kind of focused on my job, which was taking right. photos. He's like, I kind of blocked all of that out. And That's I just amazing. Took photos. Way to go, Stu. Go, Stu. <laughs> I mean, because that is, um, I guess, like, I was one of the first of my friends to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And I had you there and I had our friend Casey there. And 
my labor and delivering all that at the home birth was a bit major for you guys mm-hmm. and PTSD <laughs> so by the time I went to my first birth which was yours um I had already been through it so I remember watching you go through all of this and like you know you had so many funny quirks like you were so <laughs> you were so obsessed with the water and so you were like rubbing your boobs and your hair and yeah you were just like so into you're like oh the water feels amazing it was like i was having an orgasm yeah and i was was just on the birth i was like taking pictures and cracking up because i was like she's so in it right now can i stay here forever can i just stay here and i was like yeah do whatever feels good it was (laughs) the shower was everything for me while i gave birth oh my goodness oh it was so good and then my labor stalled, so I had a home birth transfer, and we're going to have an episode dedicated to all of our birth yes, stories. Yes. We're going to get into all the things. But um, my labor stalled, and I remember my midwife at the time was like, nipple stimulation, we need to figure out nipple stimulation. And I was like, okay. And she's like, do you have a breast pump? And I was like, I, I actually don't have one yet. It is coming on Amazon. Oh, but I have my vibrator. <laughs> and she was like, um, <laughs> sure I thought she would be more excited by that I was like quick get the vibrator out I like Mark whipped out the vibrator and I was like on your nipples vibrating my nipples (laughs) and it was doing nothing nothing absolutely not kick-starting my contractions oh my god I wonder if you had actually used the vibrator on your vagina if you would on yeah if it would have done anything because they do say oh, I, that like I, I don't know if I could I know that's what In I'm saying yes so they do say that like using a vibrator or having sex if your water hasn't broken um or just like really getting hot and heavy in it can actually help like you know with keep contractions like keep it going yes. like soften everything like totally and so I actually was like should I use a vibrator should I try this and I couldn't do it. I just couldn't, I couldn't. do it. Do I was I did like some nipple tweaking. I will. Yeah, say. I did some of that too. And I, I was like, tweak trying to kiss Eric, but like, oh my god, you guys! I got so hot every yes, time that I do, would get, you? and not like the good kind of hot. Like I'm like was sweating so much, and then Eric runs hot, so I would touch his body, and I'd be like, oh, you're so hot. Yeah, me. it's just like so everything about it was so hot. So the idea of like trying to get you know sexual um or do anything like that it was just like mm. over d- wasn't gonna work for not me my, not my thing either and in fact I look back on my mm-hmm. video and I can feel my body get tense and like shame I feel the shame there because I look back on my forest video yeah and that was my dreamiest oh birth. yeah like, oh, such a dream that birth it was only three hours it was in the water I was doing all my my breath and I was very focused on not tearing because I had torn the first time and um but I look back and I'm leaning on Mark and I'm kissing him and I'm <laughs> tweaking my nipples because I know Ina Mae Gaskin said just get sexy you know yeah that's she's what, our guru she's like that's what got you there in the first place having sex like you know, to get that baby out, like get oh. sexual. So I was trying yeah. to get like, ah, oh, sexual at the end there, like tweaking my nipples. And I'm really embarrassed watching it because I'm like, oh my God, there were people around. Oh, my midwife is watching. No. Oh my God. Like I watch it. That's and then, amazing that you like let go. Well, I, I did, but I was also hyper aware. I can see myself in the video being embarrassed to do it, but I'm trying to do it, which uh, actually is counterintuitive yeah, and it wouldn't have been helping me anyway. So you see me kind of give up on that angle and just be like, right, I'm just going to focus on the breath and I'm not going to tweak my nipples anymore. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was an interesting you experience. Are, it's cute because when you are in labor, and I've seen you in labor only once, but when you're in labor, you um, you are very present and you do kind of know what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. You know, even yeah. like you, you're very much like, okay, aware of the room. And there's definitely moments when I wasn't necessarily aware of the room yeah, or I feel like you were in the zone. You're yeah, in a different I'm world. like shushing people because, or, or at least in my head, I think I'm shushing people because I want everything to be really quiet and just like, you know, keep it all chill and, and not uh, too over the top. But um, I'm You're ex- an amazing birther. <laughs> I am 
all an animalistic birther. I love it. I would say. We shared, we shared even though, because I birth in Australia and she births here. Yeah. We talk as though like we birth every other year, but it does feel like that, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, I've had three kids. You've had four kids. Four. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't push one of my kids out. I actually have five kids, but I didn't have to push the first one out. That's Thank true. God. Yeah. Because his mum, Frankie, did the whole split, the giant bum, uh, because he has a very big forehead. He does have a bit. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. did as a baby, right? Yeah. So, his circumference of his head was very uh, wide. And so I'm always like, he's my bonus kid, but I'm glad he's not the one I had to push out because his, <laughs> the circumference of the head would have been, ouch. Yeah, yeah, that is really, um, that's hard. It's hard when they're big. I've had a, a 10 pound, a 10.4 pound and 11 pound you baby. Have really big babies. They're very huge. And you, you always just. But don't worry, guys, we're going to get, we're going to get to all of that in yes. future podcasts. Was this um, our first episode? Was this it? So I think we just recorded our first episode oh of the mother days. Of the mother um, days. Because, days in the days. Because what we're. You know, what we're, we want to do here is we want to throw on your long white dresses or your yoga pants mm. or get barefoot and pregnant. Get with barefoot. Long hippie hair. Let's lock arms and let's just walk into the sunset together. Singing kumbaya. Singing. My lord. Singing kumbaya, my lord. Singing something. <laughs> my Singing lord, Mumford my lord. And <laughs> together. <laughs> and we will navigate. The days and days and sometimes a days of motherhood. Yes. We Together. Will. Join us, please. And it's going to be fun. And it's going to be great. Well, thanks for um, chatting it up about all the weird quirks. And uh, by the way, we didn't hit all of them, but we definitely hit some of them. And um, we hit some really good ones. So I was thinking, you know, every podcast I listen to, I mm -hmm. listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. <laughs> they always get called something. Like there's this one, um, my favorite murder. They're called Murderinos. And there's this other podcast mm. I listen to, which is really good. Probably my favorite called Morbid. And they're always like, hey, weirdos. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay, what do we call the Mother Days listeners? What we, we could call them our daisies. Daisies. The oh, daisies. That, that's a really good ring to it. Yeah. So, daisies. Um, hey, daisies. Hey, daisies. <laughs> Come join hey, us. Hey, daisies. You can follow along with the Mother Days so you don't miss a single episode. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See ya. Love ya later <laughs> love your mother <laughs> you can't your mom yeah love your mom live love your mother bye and don't burn down a house <laughs> that you have a party for more tips and tricks follow your zenmama.com all right anyway, see ya bye <laughs>Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.